So uh, this is a story about what is now known as uh, Antioch University, New England. But this is when it was first started. Um, and I was, basically, this was written about in the 60s. And it was originally called uh, Putney Graduate School and then Antioch Putney. So this is what I wrote. When I was at Goddard College in the early 60s, I decided I wanted to go to something that was called Putney Graduate School in Putney, Vermont. It was founded by Morris Mitchell, who is an old Quaker. I visited the school and liked what I saw. It was very small in a very old farmhouse, and it was a chance to get a master's degree from a somewhat radical college in Vermont and not be drafted into the Vietnam War. I kind of liked the idea of getting an all-Vermont radical education. By the time I graduated from Goddard College, Putney Graduate School had been taken over by Antioch University in Yellow Springs, Ohio. It was still located in Putney, but now is called Antioch Putney Graduate School. At that time, I was interested in radical education. I had just done my senior thesis at Goddard on how to start a school, and that was my goal. Almost immediately, we went to Yellow Springs, Ohio, where Antioch College was located. While there, I started working with a couple of different groups uh, who were starting recreation centers. I started one in an intentional community called The Vale and was working with some people in town to start the first successful interracial uh, recreation center. They had never had a successful one before. Yellow Springs is a, a very interesting town. It has about 5,000 people in it, and a lot of the good things in the town have to do with the work that was done by Arthur Morgan. Uh, he was a past president of Antioch, founder of its pioneering cooperative education program, wherein you do work and then study, and he was also former head of the TVA, appointed by Roosevelt. He was also a, a respected Quaker. I started working on this recreation center. I organized the kids and was able to get money that would support the thing from the community council, which was a suggestion that Arthur Morgan made to me. I couldn't find a building to meet in. I had gone to see him, who was about 95 years old at the time, and I told him that I was going to start this recreation center. I went back to him and told him that we couldn't find a building, but that the local Presbyterian church had turned us down. They had a big building with a whole wing which wasn't being used and we asked them if we could use it for the recreation center but they rejected it. In his office I mentioned this to Arthur Morgan and he slowly turned away from me and started reaching for the phone. He picked it up and started to dial it and I was thinking he might be really senile he wasn't even listening to me but what he was doing, he was calling one of his former students, who was one of the two millionaires in town, and his name was Morris Bean. And Arthur said, Hello, Morris. This is Arthur Morgan. Uh, I'm fine. You remember several years ago when the Presbyterian Church was expanding and they said they were not going to serve just their own congregation but the whole community? Well, they did some fundraising, uh, well, there were some young people here who were trying to start a recreation center, and 
looking for a place to have that recreation center. They have funding and support, but the church turned them down. Now, you put money into that, didn't you? Yes, I thought so. Well, if you could just get me the list of some of the others. And then he looked up to me as Morris Bean was getting the list of other people who had contributed to that fund. And Arthur Morgan said to me, and I'll never forget this, mm, I think that this is ethical. <laughs> that was an important lesson to me from the old Quaker. A week later, I got a phone call from the Presbyterian Church. They'd been rethinking my request and wanted to know if we were still interested in using the wing of the church for the recreation center. We said we were, and a week after that we opened up the center, which the kids decided to name the jam. It's funny, they named it the jam, and after I left town and the thing was still going, the typesetter at the local newspaper spelled it capital J, capital A, capital M. And they asked him why, and he said, well, of course, it's named for Jerry Mintz, so <laughs> I don't think that was really true. It was uh, continued that way for a while. Uh, after I got this organized, and it became a very successful, in fact, it evolved into a community center, which is still in existence. The community center took over the whole junior high school, a former junior high school. Uh, that's where they were operating. And I suppose the people of Yellow Springs uh, didn't know that's another thing that they actually owe to Arthur Morgan. As part of my college program, I was supposed to go to Baltimore to work in a public school, but two things happened. One was that they wanted me to sign a loyalty oath, which I didn't feel I would do because I didn't feel it was constitutional. Uh, and I don't think you can require, require people to sign a loyalty oath, and so I didn't do it. The college had never told me about this, and maybe they didn't know about it. The second thing was that I was already working on this recreation center and wanted to continue working on it. At one point, I called up the director of Antioch Putney, who was Roy Fairfield, and I told them I decided to stay in Yellow Springs to work on the recreation center. And he said, you've decided, you've decided, we're supposed to decide whether you can stay there or not, he said. Well, uh, I decided that I'm going to do this because I'm not willing to sign that loyalty oath, not willing to go down to Baltimore. And he said, what would you do if I told you you couldn't stay there? You'd probably stay anyway, wouldn't you? I said, yeah, that's right. He said, well, just write and tell me what you're doing. <laughs> After opening the Recreation Center and getting it going, I went back to Putney to finish up my master's program. Uh, I wrote my thesis on starting the Recreation Center in Yellow Springs and how it was done. I described in detail how we got the various components of it together. We organized the students first, which was uh, what I thought was the most important, so they could then spread the word and feel like it was their Recreation Center. Also, I talked about how I publicized it in such a way that it wouldn't include just one segment of the population, but all the segments, the white kids, the black kids, the so-called hillbilly kids, so it had a cross-section of students in it. Then a couple of things happened at the end of the year at Putney. Uh, one was that Antioch had promised that there wasn't going to be any written exam at all. It would be an oral exam, but they changed their minds and decided that it would also be a written exam. So I protested against that. 
Uh, I went to Goddard College before I went to NTX, so I had a strong sense of what I thought was an alter- what an alternative college should be like. And when they did things I didn't agree with, I would tell them about it. They tried to modify the decision. They gave me three choices in, in this written test. One was a multiple choice test. The second was some essays. And the third was choice was what I think was written just for me. It said, considering the fact that you're in a master's in teaching program in social sciences, write all day. So I looked at this and I said, okay, that's fair. And I wrote two words, all day. <laughs> in parenthesis, I added, those words are written in full, full recognition of the fact that this is supposed to be an alternative master's degree program in teaching and the social sciences. They were upset, but of course, I had done what they asked me to do. Then came the day of the oral exams, and they asked me various questions. One of the questions was whether I could analyze the power structure of Yellow Springs, Ohio, and I told them that I wasn't interested in doing it in that way, and that I didn't do what I did for that purpose. There was a big argument about whether I should know this or not, but the founder of the program in Yellow Springs, Ben Thompson, argued with the director of the program. He said, just wait a second. Look what he actually did. Obviously, he intuitively knew what the power structure of Yellow Springs was, and he went to one of the most important people there, Arthur Morgan, who really understood how it worked. He made arrangements so that they wound up getting that recreation center into the Presbyterian Church. He certainly knew what the power structure was in Yellow Springs, Ohio. And after a long time in the orals exam, we emerged and it was considered successful. There were a couple more hurdles I had to go over in order to get my degree. One of them was that they said that I had to get certified in order to teach in the state. And at that time, the head of the program didn't think I could possibly get my certification based on the experiences I had, uh, because among other things, I had never done any student teaching. But I happened to know the guy who was from the State Department of Education. He just put together all my various kinds of teaching experiences and considered they would qualify as a student teaching and they wound up giving me my certification. So that was the last hurdle I had to go over to fulfill those requirements. I had fulfilled them and they had to give me my degree. And I felt like the process that I went through there was not only an interesting one for me, but also one which broke a lot of ground for uh, Antioch and what became Antioch New England for future students. Uh, so they could have the flexibility to learn in the way that they needed.